Well, I have a quick question as a quiz for anyone under 12. What's the first commandment? Shall have no other, I kind of hear murmurs. You shall have no other gods before me. Okay, second question. What's the second commandment? The shorter version. Okay, I heard somebody say it. So, okay, you shall not make for yourselves uh, yourself a carved image or a graven image or an idol. It's in, in your bulletin. And I'd like to read the fuller version here. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. In other words, anywhere. You're not supposed to find uh, a source to make anything in his likeness. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who love, hate me, but showing mercy to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. Now, this is one of the longest of the commandments. I think the fourth is about the same in length. And as I mentioned uh, probably several weeks ago, the first commandment is about the right object of our worship. Who are we to worship? Who, who alone should be worshiped? And uh, this commandment, the second commandment, is really more about uh, the right way to worship him, the right mode, the right manner, and how we are to worship him. And we see in this commandment that God desires to be worshiped in a certain way, in a way of his own choosing. And we are to please him, not ourselves, as we bring our worship to him in, in offering to him. Now, since the Protestant Reformation the practice of most Orthodox Reformed churches regarding worship uh, has been called the regulative principle of worship. And basically it says uh, that we may do uh, in the worship of God only what he has commanded. And we are forbidden to do anything else. We are forbidden if it is not commanded. In other words, what God has commanded is legitimate. What he has not commanded is excluded. Uh, But uh, there's still some debate on what that actually means. Uh, some would like uh, more freedom than form in their worship, uh, in what might be called on one extreme, uh, or on some, uh, in some churches, a contemporary church or a seeker-friendly church or a modern church. There are different terms. And then on the other hand, there are those who want less freedom and more form. It might be more liturgical, uh, possibly more passive. Um, and we do need to strive for worship that is pure as God commands, and also be zealous and worship him from the heart. We can do both. The Westminster Confession, which we hold to here, says, the acceptable way of worshiping the true God is instituted by himself and so limited by his own revealed will that he may not be worshiped according to the imaginations and devices of men or the suggestions of Satan under any visible representation or any other way not prescribed in the Holy Scriptures. There are three words in there. Uh, Our worship, true worship of the true and living God is instituted by himself. Secondly, it's limited by his own revealed will. And thirdly, it's prescribed, it's written in his word. In Deuteronomy 12, 29 through 32, it says, When the Lord your God cuts off from before you the nations which you go to dispossess, and you displace them and dwell in their land, take heed to yourself that you are not ensnared to follow them after they are destroyed from before you, and that you do not inquire after their gods, saying, How did these nations serve their gods? I also will do likewise. You shall not worship the Lord your God in that way, for every abomination to the Lord which he hates they have done 
to their gods. For they burn even their sons and daughters in the fire to their gods. Whatever I command you, be careful to observe it. You shall not add to it, nor take away from it. Very clear in scripture that worship is commanded by him as he uh, desires. We may not add to it or take away from it. And what matters is not how much we uh, may want to worship God or in a certain way, but how he desires to be worshiped, as we understand from his word. We must worship God in the way that he has commanded and not add what we think he would like. God has an intense jealousy for his own worship. And he did not leave how we are to worship him up to us, but he revealed it, praise God. So here at Dominion Covenant Church, we seek to arrange our worship according to one of uh, several patterns in the word. We seek to have a word-centered worship, as you see in the covenant renewal readings and in the songs we sing and in our teaching. And we seek to focus on the Lord and his word, not uh, on those involved in the worship service, not the musicians or those who uh, preach or those who lead or those who teach or pray. And lastly, we seek to administer the sacraments, the Lord's Supper and baptism rightly. And we should not look for uh, new and creative ways of uh, those churches around us who may be using how they use in corporate worship. And to do so would be to turn our worship possibly more into entertainment than giving all glory to God and focusing on him. I read a book recently that Phil loaned me, one of many, uh, but it's called How God Wants Us to Worship Him. This is written by uh, Joe Moorcraft. And the subtitle is instructive in itself. A defense of the Bible as the only standard for modern worship. And it still is. This is a quote from that book. Human beings, regenerate or unregenerate, have neither the right nor the competence to dictate to a sovereign God how he is to be worshipped. Amen. And one of the ways we are commanded to worship the Lord is to celebrate the Lord's Supper until he comes together. We are not to neglect it. We're not to be unprepared for it. And we're not to take it in an unworthy manner. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for guiding us to worship you as you desire, which is in spirit and truth. Help us to obey your word in our worship and to understand what it means that you are a jealous God for your glory. Help us to conform our worship to your word. And Father, we praise you that we can even come before you because of your amazing grace to us in Jesus Christ, the one who sacrificed himself for us. And in his name we pray. Amen.